Good morning. Welcome to our podcast. This is Jack Irvin in Akron, Ohio. We're just glad you're here today. We've been talking about uh, the kingdom of God being relational. We've talked a little bit about the uh, Ecclesia last week and the importance of being in a two or three. I hope you're uh, working on starting your own two or three. I think that's something that every believer should be involved with, uh, you know, and, and especially in relationship to your local church, you know. Today we're going to talk about kingdom shift. I've got a new book I'm working on. The Vision Principle book's already out, and I'm starting on another book called Kingdom Shift, and it's uh, going to be related to really kind of what the Lord is showing so many leaders in the body, irregardless of denominational affiliation, how the Lord wants us to really do church differently than we've done. You know, we're not here to be critical of churches, but we know that uh, the church in America has kind of lost its influence. And so as leaders, you know, we seek the Lord, well, how can we change things? Because things aren't like they were in the 70s and 80s. It was a lot easier to build churches and, and uh, people were more inclined to go to church. But now there's a real shift because of uh, all the technology and all the uh, information on TV and online. And uh, Churches many times are irrelevant to people, but uh, God is shifting things and he's really dealing with us as leaders to, to really make some changes. Not that everything was bad, but that he wants us to be better. And so I want to talk to you today about kingdom shift and... There's a, there's a real important principle here that we need to realize, and I'm sure we've all been guilty of this. So this is not a fault-finding session, but this is a session to, to really help us. We, we've really preached the wrong gospel in America in many, many ways. I've probably done it, too. And that is, we preached what I would call the gospel of salvation instead of the gospel of the kingdom. And... Obviously, it's very important that people get saved and they know their sins are forgiven. They know that Jesus died, was buried, rose again from the grave. He sent his Holy Spirit, and whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Those are essential things and part of the gospel. And uh, we, we probably have done a pretty good job. You know, if you listen to some of these podcasts, you know that in the 60s and 70s, there was a great revival, and we saw a tremendous amount of conversions, people feel the Holy Spirit, but we didn't see people uh, turn into real devoted followers of Jesus. In other words, they, uh, they, they got saved, they gave their hearts to the Lord, but culture wasn't really affected because we didn't learn how to operate in the kingdom. We operated how to go to church. And the difference between the, the gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom is that in the gospel of salvation, you're trying to get people to go to heaven. Very important. We all want to know, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place that where I am, ye may be also. Jesus also said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So we know that's important. But when Jesus preached, he always preached about, behold, the kingdom of God's at hand. And he would go out and demonstrate and the difference between the gospel of salvation, which is important, and the gospel of the kingdom, is that 
in the gospel of the kingdom, we are bringing heaven to earth by how we live our lives as we walk in fellowship and intimacy with Jesus. And we represent as ambassadors the kingdom of heaven to the people that live on earth. In other words, to demonstrate something, and it's not just, you know, everybody kind of gets egotistical. Well, we believe in signs and wonders, and of course we should. But the greatest sign and wonder that you'll ever display in a person's life is a transformed life as you walk with the Lord, filled with God's love, filled with God's grace and power. And you demonstrate how Jesus is to people that you live around. That's the essence of the the kingdom of God. And if you define the kingdom, if I only had one word to describe it, it would be the word everywhere. You see, when we're kingdom focused, we don't go to church, we are the church. When we're kingdom focused, we're focused on 24-7, not an hour and a half on Sunday. And I'm not in any way downplaying the hour and a half. I love the hour and a half. I love to fellowship and gather together. And those of you in the river this week, we're going to have an, uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 26 this Sunday night. So there won't be a sermon, but we want the body to come and be together. Bring a hymn, bring a psalm, bring a word, bring a scripture. I want you to be ready to participate on Sunday night. So that the body, so it's going to be a night of body ministry as we let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us. And, and let's see, as every part supplies, we'll see what God does to transform us on Sunday night. And uh, so it's a good thing to gather together, but we need to let the Lord use us, not just one person. But as we shift to kingdom focus, we, we need to realize that it has an everywhere focus, everywhere we go, okay? And so, and the church in relationship to the kingdom is the training ground to help you to operate in your life, okay? Uh, we need to be trained. Some people are getting it online, okay? Uh, I think that's a cop-out. The reason why I say that is because it's so important to be in relationship with people so you learn how to get along because that's the, one of the training grounds we need to really be able to minister to those that are uncomely or those that have issues that we can learn how to be around them and not get frustrated as we allow Jesus to work on them as, he, as they watch us walk with the Lord. So a kingdom shift, and I think it's happening all over America, and we always hear the phrase marketplace, but you have to be careful about that because ministry in the marketplace can be just as ineffective as it is in a local church if it's not relational. In other words, we need to be together. The whole foundation of the kingdom of God is relationship with Jesus and relationship with his body. And yes, you can say if you even go in a house church, that's fine. You don't have to be in a big building church. And if God calls you to be related with people, that's great. You can continue to do that. But make sure that, you know, all those things you're learning, that you learn how to relate to people in your family, in your circle of influence, the places where you work, the places where you do your business, 
You might be an entrepreneur and you're providing a service. Well, as you go out and relate to those people, you are representing the kingdom of God. So the kingdom shift is is to the marketplace, but it's not just going on the streets and doing great things. It's going on the streets and continuing to go on the street and building relationships with people. And you really don't have to go and find somebody. You already have to look at where you already are because every one of us has relationships that and people we can reach out to. So you just need to seek the Lord. When you're in the kingdom, you got to realize Jesus picked his 12. And I think it's found in Mark, the early chapters of Mark, where Jesus spent the night praying before he went out and he chose all the disciples, the apostles. And we need to do the same thing. But look already in your sphere of influence. They're already right in front of us. And it's easy if you're not a relational person, okay? But I don't mean this in any way negative that street ministry is bad. But, but if you can't relate to anybody that you're around on a 24-7, it's easy to go on the streets and meet new people that don't know you. Spend an hour with them, pray for them, invite them to Jesus, get them saved, and then never see them again. So those of you that do marketplace ministry and, you know, you, you shame the people that aren't doing it. We need to be careful about that. I've done that. You know, well, you need to get out. We need to be going out in the marketplace. We do need to, but we need to use the power of God to touch the people right around us, our children, our neighbors, our business associates. And then you need to really ask the Lord as we've been talking about starting a two or three. To, that's that's where you're going to find your two or three, and you're going to live life with those people. You're going to spend time at least on a weekly basis or every other week where you go and spend quality time with them. And we shared all last week about all the P's in Luke chapter 10. And you can go and listen to last week's podcast. I really would highly recommend you do that. And again, please email me if you want more training on starting a two or three. I've got a booklet up. I'll send you, it's, there'll be a small cost because it costs money to print it. But uh, I can also give you access to it online. And we will that will help you. I'm rewriting it actually, but it will help you to really pick your two or three group, the people that you can build relationships with. So today, spend some time saying, Lord, I want to start a two or three. I want to shift to being a kingdom minded Christian and show me the two or three people I can start meeting with. You know, nobody needs to know, you know, you're not doing this to win brownie points or be win a popularity contest. You're trying to reach a person with the love of Jesus. That's an awesome thing, isn't it? If we just love people and we don't even, nobody even needs to know we're doing it. And God will greatly reward you. And that's really, I think, the pattern that Jesus has established to win the world. I think if if we'll start obeying and start making disciples of all nations, we'll begin to really see true revival one person at a time. So let's pray today and ask the Lord to show us someone we can reach out to where you can begin to do a Bible study with or you can hang out with them, you can do social things with them. You're in the world, you're not of the world. You're not going to be like them. You're going to walk with the Lord and demonstrate that. So let's pray today that the Lord would 
really lead us and guide us to find people like that. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, you're using us. And thank you, Lord, you're using people that some don't even know about. And we're so grateful about that. I just pray, Lord, today you would bless your people with your presence. Father, we thank you that you love us and you're drawing people to you with your loving kindness. In Jesus' name. Email me, pastorjack at divisionprinciple.com and we'll, we'll connect and uh, would love to hear from some of you. God bless. Have a great day. God's with us. Amen. begin to develop relationship with people around you. Uh, not some spiritual giant, even though there's nothing wrong with gathering together and praying, but, but let's, let's start doing what Jesus did. You go into a house and you speak peace. You rightly relate to it. And they might be in the world. They might not be believers. They might do things you're not going to approve of. But you're going to love them. You're going to 